for the next half hour to join us for interviews, discussion, inspiration and for strategies to help you fulfil your potential both in life and in business. Welcome back to Remarkable Woman Radio. I am Mandy Beverly, and I'm here today with a very special guest. Um, we've got lots to talk about, but what I like to do with Remarkable Woman Radio is to talk about women that are stepping out, that are actually challenging themselves, that are pushing the comfort zone and stepping into their own remarkable space. And this one lady is what I would call a remarkable woman. Her name is Kathy Millett, and we've had her on the show before. Um, she is a digital marketing agency owner, and so she's been in this space for a long time. She was in it before it was trendy to be in it. So she has got the ability to look ahead and see the potential. And I love that she is really concerned about what is going on with young people and the and people that um, are close to us that are online in this day and age. And so she's going to come and talk to us about a very special charitable trust. So welcome along, Kathy. Thank you very much, Mandy. And once again, thank you for having me on your program. Oh, look, I love it. And I just really, really enjoy the fact that you have started a charitable trust. So that's a really big step. And to see a problem and then to be able to put the whole, um, you know, the whole um, framework around that in order to be able to deliver to young people and, and those that look after them, this ability to be able to take care of themselves in the online space. Absolutely, Mandy. And I think, yes, there's a charitable trust involved. And, and that framework is a very fluid framework as we go through the process and, and we're finding our feet. So I don't believe any charity has the mould set up from the first day goes. But we're in the process of evolving and developing as we connect with various people in the community. Great. And so, and you're getting quite a lot of support for, for this, aren't you? Oh, I I am blown away at the level of support that we are getting. And, and I think that brings me back to exactly why I started this. It started as part of that journey to to really look at me a little bit more. And, and I recall being overseas and coming back on a flight and having attended an international conference for digital marketers where we spoke a lot about the influencer. And just before I'd left, I'd been approached by a few parents who needed some support in the digital space and they didn't know what to do. And with my exposure whilst I was away and I had my thinking space, reflecting on those parents with a real need, I think that's when I'm enough was born. And it was born out of that direct want to provide coping strategies to our young people and those that care about them. I think that's just so important because I was at a talk a wee while ago and a lady called Frances Valentine was speaking and she said something that really woke me up and she said that 50% of the world's population is under the age of 30 and they've known nothing but digital. And so we're sitting here a little older, shall we say, (laughs) and we're thinking, oh, it's just sort of a gradual increase. It's not. It is just like this wave that's coming over, but, uh, but... alongside of that is uh, quite a number of potential problems and what do you see that those are? I I think Mandy there are some problems that come along with that I think that I, I know we'll cover it later but in terms of our parenting style 
probably it's the first time in our world and our being where as parents we feel like we don't actually have the coping strategies to guide our children in this environment and that's one of those conversations that we want to get going the second thing is that the connection and the collaboration that's happening amongst our kids at the moment is happening far more in a digital space than in the real world and as parents for us to keep our connectivity with our children going so that we can be that port of call when they do have an an inner voice moment or they do feel insecure about something because connecting them with a real authentic conversation with another human being that is not potentially a digital conversation is a skill set that I think is a gift to our children in the modern day. Yeah, because it's a it's going to be a skill that's lost otherwise to actually look eyeball to eyeball to another human being and because we've got so many strategies that we can actually assess things going on because what do they say 93% of converse, of um communications nonverbal mm-hmm. and yet they're getting a lot of verbal things coming at them but they can't see what else is going you know what else is no. is being said it's so they take it at face value is that what you're finding or absolutely so there's um you know i call it that inner voice in a me type scenario where they are putting a a potentially can put a a whole raft of of their own self-belief systems around what is being said but but I think that it's it's more than that as we migrate into the workplace and we understand that the workplace is changing and as you've said as a digital marketing business I embrace that every single day but when I look at the segment of the community that comes through and works within my organization sometimes a simple request to actually call a client can actually be met with a large um, avoidance you know, that I actually need to say, you really need to call that client and we need to do that face-to-face with the client. Whereas it's far easier to get behind the keyboard and send a message or send a text or send an email. So I do believe that there's a, a, a need, and that's not what I'm enough is, is focused on, but a need to actually start building up those other skills beyond the actual online world that we're embracing. So is it making, um, making us um, human savvy as well as digital savvy? <laughs> And, and I think that, you know, that's exactly what I'm enough is about. I'm enough is actually looking at those inner resilience methods and those inner values that we are, should underpin every form of connectivity that we have with anyone else. So tell us a little bit more about I'm Enough. How have you structured it and, and, and um, how do people, because if they want to go to it, it's I'm Enough.co, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So I'm enough.co and the reason for that is because we know that this is not only a New Zealand problem. So um, we've attempted to future-proof us in the, ourselves in the domain name. But what are our focuses? Our focus is really at a very high level starting the conversation. And I think that, you know, who can be part of it? Every single person can be part of it because if everyone has a mindset to open up a conversation with somebody, and we're talking teens today, but it doesn't necessarily have to be teens, if we can open up the conversation. But the three pillars of I'm Enough will be, one, the conversation, what I'm doing with you today so that we can start spreading the word. The second level is to bring in our professional service providers. Um, I understand that I am not a specialist in mental health. I'm not a spe- specialist in these modern diagnoses. 
and there are people who have got that skill base. So we're partnering with so many different professionals who can bring their own unique slant to how to deal with digital anxiety, to how to deal with um, being enough in a specific moment, to how to deal with a depressive friend, to how to deal with somebody who's wanting to take their life and, and what to do in those instances. But then the third part, and I think this is probably going to be a fundamental foundation for what I'm enough is about is real stories, real stories from our teens and our youth. And and we talk about the you know our youth because when we started this, we thought it was our teenage group. But Mandy, I'm seeing in just last week a doctor shared with us that he's dealing with a seven year old with a diagnosis of digital anxiety. So what? when wow. we when we go through that the spectrum of teens, I think it's going to become youth rather yes. than teens. Yeah. Because and it's like they're not taught these days how to behave like a, like a human being like I guess we were go outside and play and do this and be creative and that their creativity is coming from a whole different avenue and so they've still got the human skills in there that just need to be brought out as well I just think it's so wise and you know I've, I've sort of written down here because I was looking at your website and some yeah. of the main problems that, that you do deal with um, are things like cyberbullying and, you know, the sexting and the, the grooming thing. And that's a big hot topic Huge. at the moment. And then reputation management, but also the future proofing because everything is out on the Internet forever. And so how do kids actually navigate that? Because people can look them up if they go for a job in the future. All of their data is all there. And we didn't have that growing up. And I think that was actually a big advantage. But um, but nowadays, the transparency that, that is out there, is, is that a, a big reason um, that we're seeing more anxiety and depression? Or is it just that these are huge problems on a bigger scale than before? I'm going to take a deep breath because I think your question has got so many multiple facets to it. And if I if I look at those different facets, it comes back to why social media was born. And social media back in the day was born as a method to connect one another, to build a network. And if we go back into my marketing 101 when I was at Varsity, you know, we looked at Maslow's hierarchy of needs and the needs for belonging, the need for love, the need for self-esteem. And we're going into this community-based environment for those exact needs because we want to belong, we want to be loved, and we want self-esteem and recognition. But sadly, the methods and the techniques and, and the environment puts us in a perspective, in a place where we're able to see people's inner lives. But often we need to put the, the glasses on and realize that we're seeing a snippet of their life. We're mm-hmm. seeing uh, the, the highlight reel and we're seeing the best bits. And so when we self-judge in that environment, are we self-judging based on the correct formula and the correct vision that we've had? So that's one area, to actually go into that environment and stand your ground and go, I'm enough and I really absolutely know what I'm putting out there and I know that when somebody else puts something out there, they may be a wannabe influencer. They may 
actually when you go behind the scenes be going through a really bad period of their life and what they're looking for is the like or the follow or the, or, or the acknowledgement of that new self-image that they've put out. So there are so many multiple facets and I think that it's the environment where we can have that self-doubt that is amplified with that environment and obviously you've, you've touched on the other elements there will always be people that are narcissistic and there will always be people that are the bully. But what we're finding in today's world is in the past, you could have left that person at the office door. You could leave the person at the school gate. But suddenly in the social environment, we're unable to do that because that person has an ability to reach us even when we actually are at home. Wow. And that's something that we just don't think about, isn't it? You know, the, no one switches off these days. No. Yeah, and, and there seems to be a real reluctance amongst our young people to actually go, well, Mandy's actually been bullying me today. I don't need to have her on my Instagram account. That, that ability to distinguish that you can actually take people off that environment. Where it does come and it's very prevalent is in that um, environment where it's done as a meanness. And, yeah. and so that has a, another form of, of consequence when somebody is actually blocked you. And, and that has a, a, you know, another form of dynamic. So it's an environment that's fraught with dynamic. And I think that that's something as our parents today is to talk to those values, self-belief, um, underlying principles to, to create the, what's the word I'm looking for? The resilience within yeah. people to be able to work within that environment and not potentially be touched by it. And not to take everything at face value to actually start to question themselves and go, well, hang on a minute, do I actually want them as a friend? Because I know, um, you know, I've heard that kids today have like two accounts. They've got two separate accounts. One is to show the, the public account and the other one is the private account. Why are they doing things like that? And, and exactly, Mandy, it's that sort of private account and, and real account. And often the re, the, private, the open account is the, the pristine world, whereas I suspect that the private account is a lot more of, of what's going on in their real life. But at the end of the day, the opportunity for any of that material to be copied and replaced is real. But also, why is there a need for doing that? Um, and again, it comes back to that authenticity of the person. And, and often in having that very discussion with a young person, I've had the eyes go open and go, I didn't realize I was doing that. And I didn't realize why I was doing that. And so it's just, again, opening up that conversation. And whether that conversation is that light bulb moment or it results in somebody altering how they perceive those different environments of different people, then I think we're, we're making a change and we're making a change for the good. Well, this is such a big, a big topic. And, you know, and I was talking to one of my daughters who follows a really lovely lady in the UK and she has so many likes. And, um, but she said her Instagram is really polished, but I love her YouTube because she's really relaxed and she shows behind the scenes that it's not all perfect, that she's got her telephone 
stacked up on boxes and things like that so she keeps it real and that's where she prefers to to watch um, this woman because obviously she's a little bit older than some of the influencers as well and I thought that was quite an interesting you know just people want to see behind the scenes they want to see people being real and yet we're finding a lot of our young people don't want to be seen as real they're trying to hide that part of them that they don't perceive as really perfect um, and so it's, it's quite an interesting dynamic playing out. It, it goes even wider than that and I think you're right. I think that we will always see movements and we will see things come and go and, and I have a strong suspicion that what we're going to see is the call for real. We can see that coming through in some of our legislation where if a photo has been photoshopped then it needs to be disclosed within that publication. So I can see that there's going to be a wave for that to happen, but ultimately there's damage being done right now. And, you know, when you're exposed to a person and you realize that that person is in that environment and to build their own self-esteem, they're actually buying followers Mm. and they're buying likes. Then you realize that you're on the cusp of actually uncovering something that is very real in people's lives and and it doesn't have to be in your own life but it can be in a family member's life or a friend's life but as as people who care and and I think the majority of us are like that yeah again I'm going to repeat myself it's about opening up that dialogue and not being um discouraging of the use of social media because Social media is here to stay. Yes. And I think that as parents, and I'm covering a few topics, as parents, if we have the threat of removal of social media devices and that hangs over our children as a consequence for anything in the household, my fear, and I believe it's a real fear, is that that actually cuts down the conversation and it cuts down our ability to have real chats with those that we care about. So what would you like the conversation from I'm Enough to start to really address? I believe the conversation with I'm about I'm Enough is the fact that I'm enough. Yes. Um, I love that. I I, I love it. I think your website's very smart. (laughs) I'm enough. And and if we look at it, I think there's multiple. It's one, have the discussion. Be open to that discussion. And whenever that opportunity is there for the discussion, have it. Um, In some of the research that I've done, it takes only one person to stand with their foot in the door between somebody who... Has, is in a situation where they may contemplate self-harm to actually say, I'm here for you. So it's that one step in the door. It may not be as drastic as that, but have that discussion. Show the encouragement around what they're doing. Build that encouragement. And through encouragement, I support building that emotional resilience. Can I just, um, you know, when you were saying just about encouragement, um, it's actually making them feel seen because they're not feeling seen in real life Mm. that they maybe have to be seen online. And just to realize that they are being seen within their own family. And sometimes that can be all it takes because everyone's so busy these days, aren't they? And I think, Mandy, that your statement, being seen, is is one of those elements of discussion. And, and, and it's about saying, when last have you in your life actually acknowledged the value of somebody else in your life? Yeah. 
Great question. It may be that one question that alters somebody's perception of whether they're seen or not. We're all busy, you know, as mums and dads, we're busy with the washing and the ironing and the cooking and the the jobs and the working and the traffic and the, you know, yeah. And so when last have you looked at your own son or daughter and said, I truly appreciate who you are in your life and I'm so proud of you for doing X, Y, Z. Yeah. You know, when are we, when are we being seen? So, so that's the element. And then equipping, equipping with life skills, life skills of, feeling supportive, life skills of actually being, um, having gratitude, life skills of happiness, life skills of being belonging to somewhere. Um, and then at the end of the day, just actually that self-belief system of you're always enough. Yeah. I'm enough. So, I mean, we, we believe that about our children, but for some reason it pervades them at some point and whether it's something we might say or someone else says, we, we have no idea because they're creating their perceptions and, mm-hmm. and beliefs and that. And, but it's actually getting them the ability to own where they are enough. Mm-hmm. And they won't be enough in every area of life. None of us are, mm-hmm. but there'll be some areas where they're born to excel and, and that is enough to be to be them, to be unique in that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, as, a, as an overriding factor, it's, it's I'm Enough, I believe, is a call to everyone to help make a difference because in our all, different aspects of life, we are all influencers and people respect us. So it's that anyone can have that conversation. I love that. Now, on your website, you have got, if someone needs to come along, you know, if they've got an emergency, if they just go, I just don't know what to do, who to turn to, I saw you have got so many agencies that are listed there, so many helplines, so many people that are out there and available. What are we not addressing that, you know, that there's so many there are they being utilised or is is the conversation got to go even deeper from how do you deal with this to, as you were saying, to take it really much deeper into the point of where are these kids not feeling enough? Is And social media may not be the only reason. Is it what is what is the reason? What is happening that they need to feel that their value is by other people acknowledging them online. I think, Manny, we've put all those resources online because we see a lot of those resources, depression.org and Lifeline, they're they're phenomenal organisations and they do an incredible amount of good. I see that I'm Enough is not going to mimic what they're doing because they have their role to play. What I'm Enough is focused on is building that digital resilience, that digital coping strategy and connecting the dots between some of the mental health issues, the undervaluing of yourself in in a digital space or those coping strategies that even if you are a very happy person naturally can adopt in that in that space. So I'm enough as a top of the cliff sort of organization mm-hmm. to start the conversation. We do not have an intention to be what I believe one of those rescue lower level phenomenal organizations that are dealing with depression and suicide and all the other elements of our society. I think that's really cool and just to get more people owning where they're enough and knowing that there's a resource to give them strategies so that they can remain 
you know, at the top and not have to really go to the depth of despair that mm. so many are doing because, I mean, the statistics in New Zealand um, are not great for youth yeah. suicide and things like that. And so we'd love to see that turn around, wouldn't we? Well, the statistics are there and I, I, I've stepped into this gap because I don't see anyone else doing it. With my digital hat on, I sit in a space where I embrace digital every single day. So I'm not coming to the space to say digital is bad, but I'm coming to the space saying, what do we need to do to place a cotton wool cocoon around how we embrace digital into our own life? And one of the stats that came out of a a recent report that I read, which sort of highlighted this to me that there was a strong correlation between the amount of time somebody spending online versus the incidence of depression in that person oh, okay when it came or the potential mm. for depression yes. in that person yep. when it came to our young ladies they were at higher risk than our boys and we can see that through our self-image self-awareness um type environment that those young ladies are placed in however when we found a young girl that had high time within the social media environment and combine that with an incident of online bullying or something similar to that there was twice as likely a chance that that person would develop depression Wow, so now they've got the comparison and then they've now got, I'm not good enough, there's nowhere to turn, they're, they're really going down a bit of a spiral. And, it, and it's something to, what's a question that parents can ask their children about social media, you know, like on a daily basis? Like, who have you been talking to? What have you been doing? I mean, what would you suggest? I think each situation would differ from family to family. Of course, And it yeah. might just be as simple as, how do you find or experience social media? Tell me what attracts you to it. And then once you've heard that, is there anything in there that often leaves you uncomfortable and would you like to talk about that? Mm, yeah. And it's it's really interesting. And so I guess for me with what I do, I know that strangers can't fill the void. You know, we're expecting the likes, the followers, the superficial to fill the void. And I love the fact that you've called your website I'm Enough because in the whole movement around I'm Enough because there is a global ability that people are trying to fill themselves, fill the void because they're not enough. And maybe we just need to remind ourselves that we are all enough, not only our children, but also the parents of these children because we all have moments when we do... We do both. So, and, and I, I think that I'm going to steal somebody's um, imagery, and it's Dr. Mona Ponan who's actually come on and done some videos for us. And I think what she says is so real in a, in a very simplistic way is that we were all created the same. We were all created like that batch of muffins. <laughs> but yet when we've come out of the oven, we all look different. And that doesn't mean we're any different. And each of those muffins is as beautiful as the next one. And to actually embrace that within ourselves. That could be a really good gift drive moving forward for I'm Enough. <laughs> I'd love that. That is, that is, I think we're going to, um, we're going to leave our interview right there. <laughs> I think that's a beautiful way. So thank you to, um, 
to you very much for sharing that analogy. I love it. So every muffin that comes out of the oven does look different, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. And so if anybody wants to um, find out more information, can you just tell them how to do that? Well, absolutely. So you would head off over to www.imenough.co and I-M-E-N-O-U-G-H.co. And if you're a professional who believe you would like to contribute, we'd welcome your contribution. If you're a young person listening and you believe you've got something really strong to share, something that happened to you perhaps and what you did and how at the, the end result so that that tip can be shared amongst our young people who are listening. And naturally, if there are any other opportunities where myself or some of the professionals that we do have can connect with wider audiences so we can share the message even further. But I've been blown away by our support. That's wonderful. So that's imenough.co or .co. Thank you so much for joining me today, Kathy. I am um, I'm very excited for you and what you're doing in this space. I think you're definitely um, on the precipice of something quite um, quite phenomenal. So thank you very much for being that remarkable woman that steps up into this space. Thank you so much for joining me, Kathy. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Mandy, for the opportunity. in my mind that say I'm not enough Every single lie that tells me I will never measure up Am I more than just the sum of every high and Again, just who I am because I 